You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. So all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. The love of Jesus has changed my life. I've seen his beauty and heard his word. that you have given me tonight to share my heart with all of our beloved believers in the faith. Those who have been with me over the past seven years as 
I've shared on a monthly basis on adoration through the When Christians Speak Talk radio network. I thank you for every song, every lesson, every interview, every praise, every prayer that we have had during that seven years. I thank you for all of my wonderful guests. I thank you for all the incredible music of Zion. And most importantly, oh God, I thank you for you, for you have allowed this to happen, for you have allowed for me to be in this privileged place, not because of any greatness in me, but because of the greatness that is in you. Father, I thank you. I thank you for every listener. I thank you for every program. Father, these things have been done to the glory of you who created everything that we can name on this earth and in the heavens. So tonight, oh God, we praise you. And in the truest sense, oh God, we give you adoration. For this is why this program has been named so. For we simply adore you, oh God. And we give you the glory, we give you the honor, and we give you all praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. In sin I was conceived one day So childish in mind So lost in my ways I spent my time Believing what the serpent said Then my eyes were opened When the Lord Jesus came And sin is just a waste of time And even as just blows my mind I tell you, and everyone will know Everyone will see. 
Greetings, beloveds, and welcome to Adoration. I have to admit right up front, this is going to be the hardest episode for me to get through. I have shared this same space over the past seven years, every third Monday of the month with you guys. And we have done so many incredible things together. But I find myself with a difficult thing that I have to share with you tonight. Now, if you've been following over the past few months, I have been doing a lot of replay episodes because I have really been super busy with other ministry pursuits, but I still wanted to make sure that we got the content out so that each and every month you would be able to hear from God through me and It has always been my prayer that whatever has been shared, it has been done to the glory of him who has made me and for the edification of each and every listener that we've ever had over the airwaves through adoration. Tonight is difficult because tonight I have to announce to all of you that this will be the final official adoration moment. And it was a very, very hard decision. And I promise you in advance, everything about the decision is positive. I have been working alongside When Christians Speak Talk Radio Network There has never, ever, ever, ever been any ill will from them to me and prayerfully from me to them. It has been one of the most incredible experiences that I've ever had in ministry. Just having the liberty to be able to have a program and do it my own way, with my own flow. I never, ever thought that I would have that kind of liberty in this kind of format. But the folks at When Christians Speak Talk Radio, once I started to understand how to navigate, how to actually set up a program, not only let me run my own program, but also allowed me to support another program that's also coming to an end in this month called Spiritual Nuggets of Truth. And that one is hosted by Carmen A. Booker. And I've had the pleasure of being her producer for her small vignettes of the gospel, which happened on every second and fourth Monday of each month. Guys, 
I am both sad because I never thought that this day would come, but I'm also excited and elated for the experience that I have had through this network. Man, I, I tell you, over the past seven years, the variety of programs that I have been able to host have just blown my mind. People that I've had a chance to interview, I, I'm telling you, I never ever thought I could do anything like this. I'll get into more of that and how this all got started momentarily. But I want you guys to know that I leave this place seven years later much better as a servant of Christ, as a husband, as a father, and also as a man to have grown so much and to receive so much counsel, so much encouragement, and even applause. I never in my wildest dreams would have imagined it. I have nothing negative to say about this experience. Guys, it has been the best seven years in my ministerial life. As always, I want to start with the music on the program. Now, there's been a lot of music that has been played. Sometimes I've played it live as part of our worship experience, but I've also used several songs as themes to lead into the program. Tonight, when we opened up, you heard the first one that was written by Yvonne Jones Limbo. And that song is called We Worship, We Love, We Go. And of course, just in Mac fashion, I've got to tell you the story behind this song for me. So, Picture this, going back to 2006, I was given an opportunity to travel to the continent of Africa to minister in music. Of course, I was jumping at the bits in order to take advantage of that opportunity, and as part of the process to determine whether I would be a good fit for the mission group that was being set up. And also, if they would be a good fit for me, Yvonne, who happened to be the ministry coordinator for that effort, and it was called Meet Me in Africa, she came all the way from Philadelphia to suburban Maryland with information about the African experience, and also to give a presentation. Now, when we talk about a presentation, you're used to seeing, you know, slideshows that shows 
the different areas that you might be considering, the different uh, groupings of people that you might have to minister to. You might also get information about uh, things we have to carry for the trip, uh, certain ways that we have to conduct ourselves in a different country, etc., etc. And she went through all of those things thoroughly. But then, in the family room of a minister friend of mine's home, Yvonne then whips out this CD, and she puts it in the CD player. And, of course, that song was called, We Worship, We Love, We Go. Now, on adoration... I've only given you a small snippet of that song because the song goes close to eight minutes in entirety. And I loved every eight minutes. And if I thought I could actually play the whole thing and get away with it, I would have done it. But I always wanted to give you all a taste of what inspired me to actually go on the mission field. And it's not just the words of that song that meant so much to me, but it was Yvonne and the passion. Like, she was literally lost in that song, and I got lost with her. And I'm telling you, I left that pastor's home that night, and I could not get that song, I could not get Yvonne and her love of Christ out of my head. It only ramped up my expectations for what would be the first time in the continent of Africa. And now, to have been in that continent and other places so many times since 2006. Guys, I just got to tell you that this song changed everything for me. Just the title, We Worship, We Love, We Go. To me, those were my marching orders. I felt like I had done everything up until that point in ministry that I was purposed to do. Um, I got saved and literally I found myself doing street ministry. Street ministry turned into going into shelters. Shelters turned into going into prisons. Prisons uh, transitioned into going uh, to other places within the United States. And now in 2006, this would be my opportunity to go way outside the borders of the United States for the purposes of the gospel. And this song has opened the majority of our content over the past seven years. And I am so honored that Yvonne has given me the license to use her incredible work in order to bless you guys. 
The other song that I want to talk about, you also heard during my prayer and at the end of my prayer on tonight's program. And that song, God Allowed Me to Write, which is called The Christ in Me. And this song was written somewhere in the early 90s. Uh, I would probably say either 91, 92. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but one of the reasons why I have also featured this song over the past seven years, because I wanted you all, my adoration audience, to be able to identify with me. And in my opinion, even though I was a baby Christian, when I wrote this song, it's still the one song that captures my heart. And when I'm saying my heart, I'm not talking about my heart for my sake. I'm talking about so that you guys can actually know my heart and how incredible knowing that Christ dwells in me, how incredible that was for me back in the early 90s when I'm really new to the faith. And I use that song because it's also one of the rare songs that I have actually recorded where, except for the guitar, I'm doing all the instrumentation. So it was really a song that I conceived in my mother's basement. And to find it to actually uh, come to fruition in a recording studio... And to still be relevant to this day, it just knocks me off my feet. And I have to personally thank Milt Matthews and his wife, Linda Matthews. They are the leadership of Back to Basics, which in those days was really just an outreach ministry that addressed the homeless they have actually now expanded that vision and are now a church. And so through that process, Milt and Linda used the power of music ministry to witness to those who were lost. And I came into their facility wanting to be a gospel star. Literally. Uh, the advertisement that went out back in the day said, do you want to be a recording star? And I want to say that it was um, local D.C., Maryland, Virginia, the DMV uh, radio host Winston Cheney who made that announcement. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I love to sing. I was just newly in Christ, and I wanted to transition from worldly music and become a recording artist. And I went in there, and when they started talking to me about God's plan for music ministry, I was like, wow, this is incredible. And so immediately, I put together every dime that I could collect in order to record eight songs. 
and create an album which was called I Testify. Now, The Christ in Me was an essential song within that project. And it's the one that I still play both privately and publicly to this day, more than any others. In fact, there were more songs on that project that were more popular. But this one is the one where it captured everything because I was playing the instruments. I was also singing. Even the background vocals, I did all of them. And so it was personal for me. And I wanted to share that with you all because I believe that adoration is a personal experience. So I pray that you've enjoyed that song, and I pray that maybe, just like for me, maybe it's touched something in your heart as well to just help you understand that Christ can truly, truly, truly dwell in you. So let's get to the good stuff. Um, And that's in talking about When Christians Speak Talk Radio. I want to give you guys the setup of how all of this happened. So we have to use Pat Randall as the entranceway for me into the When Christians Speak Talk Radio family. So guys, let me tell you this. I did a lot of outdoor street ministry back in the day. And it would seem like, I wouldn't say almost every time, but quite frequently as I am out there ministering, whether it's in music or whether it's with the word or whether it's just in prayer, this petite woman would always seem to be there. And I know that she was affiliated with uh, Linda Matthews and the Back to Basic ministry. But man, she just seemed to just show up even outside of that sphere. And what happened is that she would just keep showing up and showing up and showing up. And after a while, we just started to talk and I got to know her. She got to know me. I realized how serious she was about the gospel. A very talented woman in her own right. One who has a program of her own. A one who has several creative ministries that she has done over the years. I won't list out her credentials right now. But it all culminated in her reaching out to me to do an interview. And I was like, honestly, I really wasn't all that thrilled at first. I really didn't know about the interview process. I really didn't understand, you know, what that was all about. And I always thought that uh, people that were being interviewed, a lot of times that could be, well, I'm just trying to, be selfish and trying to be promoting myself. And I really wasn't about that. But Pat put it in a way in which we would really be talking about 
the inspiration behind the ministry that I was doing. And I caved in and I said, okay. So uh, we finally get to that date. And this was a live interview right on When Christian Speak Talk Radio on her program. And we started to talk and talk. And and I'm telling you, it, it, it seemed to be so natural for her. And because it was natural for her, and believe me, guys, she has a wonderful interview voice. And because I knew her, it was more like two friends sitting and chatting as opposed to the normal, uh, you know, I have a question for you and give me an answer. It really wasn't like that. She really allowed me to expand on certain things and aspects of my life and my testimony. But uh, on that same night, uh, there was some uh, some technical issues that came up. My mind is not working properly right now. I can't remember what, uh, I can't remember, excuse me guys, whether it was weather related or just the technology wasn't working right. But our interview got cut short. And so I said, well, you know, that's, it was a great time. Whatever they got, I hope it was enough. But then they reach out to me, or let me say Pat reached out to me and said, hey, let's do a part two. And I said, okay, but this part two wouldn't be on her program. It would be on Ray Rose's program. Now, Ray Rose is the visionary behind When Christians Speak Talk Radio. And so, it was on his show, I think just a few days later, that he and Pat and myself just started to talk again. And I realized, hey, this is a cool brother right here. And there was a commonality, a communion, and a fellowship, and it was sweet. And we ended up just talking and talking and talking, and it was in the midst of that second conversation that all of a sudden, Ray Rose talked about, brother, you should write a book. Now, I laughed at that one because the last thing that I have the temperament for is to write a book. And I laughed that one off quick. But then it was recommended that, hey, why don't you do what we're doing? And I was like, what? And they made me an offer to actually host my own program. And... You know, I was really, I was petrified. I was like, oh no, oh my gosh. To to even know that people would be listening to me, they would hear, you know, how unprofessional my voice is. They would be figuring out that maybe this guy doesn't even know anything about anything. But, you know, Pat, in her own way, along with Ray's help, they finally convinced me to do it. And that would have been in 2000, 
and 15. So, fast forward to February of 2026 on the very first, third Monday of the month of, well, it has to be the very first one of the month of February. So anyway, the first, oh no, the third Monday of February, I hosted my first show with a lot of hand-holding by Pat. But we got through it. And I got to tell you guys, I procrastinated all the way to February because I was still petrified. What in the world do I do? I've got to learn how to go into the studio. I've got to learn how to, you know, be mic'd up the correct way. I, you know, I didn't know any of this stuff in 2016. And lo and behold, uh, Pat Randall ended up really being my producer for, I think, the first year or two. And she just showed me everything to the point where she started to do less and less. And I was starting to just take over the program from the the production side of things. So in the beginning, uh, Pat Randall did my graphics because she's talented in that area. And she made sure to have me all set up. So basically, I just had to be on a device and start talking the way that she cued me in. But, you know, as I began to learn and as I began to get more comfortable in this forum, uh, she started to show me how to be my own producer. And like I said, I think from at least the second year on, I've been producing myself. And so I was like, this is incredible because no, no shade to Pat, but then I could put in my concepts, my colors, my themes, my subjects, and really create a program that is uniquely mine. And so I knew that even... In the early days, even though the focus would be on missions and missionaries, because that is where I excel in ministry, I also wanted to talk to poets and fitness instructor who's a Christian. I talked to many of the clergy over that time, to teachers and Anybody I could get my hand on, even to a young lady who was a, a program director at a radio station. I, I, I talked to all of these people over the years, and it just gave me an incredible insight into the body of Christ. It helped me learn how to interview, and ultimately it made me more comfortable in not just doing interviews, but to really expand the programming where I would just totally let loose and really have an organic experience, just like we're doing tonight. I'm not looking at a script. I'm just talking and just allowing the Holy Spirit to guide me through 
whatever process he puts in place for me. And so that could be doing a whole program with me sitting at my piano and doing the worship experience. It could be, uh, you know, doing interviews both on the mission field or right in the area in which I was living. It would allow me to be able to bring on a plethora of incredible and gifted individuals who were doing incredible things in the ministry. I mean, there's been so many names. I don't even want to throw names out there because then I would hurt somebody's feelings. But I've had just incredible conversations that I pray have allowed people to understand what a Christian experience could be like. Not just as like a missionary, but, you know, as a teacher, as just a congregant, as a usher, whatever you're doing. I mean, we, we've had poets, and you, you learn how people are using poetry in order to minister to the lost. You find people that are in dance ministry. And as I said, one of my best friends ever, I still won't call her name, but, you know, she had her own fitness uh, program that I allowed her to come on and to share that and just to share her Christian experience. So many stories over the years. And it, again, allowed me to flex my own, um, you know, ministry uh, talents, whether it was the music or being able to explore some of the scriptures and to get into what they were talking about and even go further to expand on how the scriptures in the Bible relate to what's going on to this very day. And I'm telling you, throughout all of that, I had two cheerleaders in Ray Rose and Pat Randall. And I know I'm calling them by name, but to be honest with you, they have truly been my parents throughout this whole When Christians Speak Talk radio experience and through adoration. And they have given me carte blanche, even after tonight's last episode, to still not only be an administrator on certain accounts, but to also, if I ever want to come back on the air for maybe a special program, that as long as I can line up the dates, that I still would have that access. So as much as I might have titled this thing, Time to Say Goodbye, it's really more like I'm just kind of taking a pause and we'll see what the future holds for all of this. And so I just wanted you guys to know that they have given me the access to so much knowledge. I listen to their programs. I take notes. I find out how they were talking to people, what subject matters 
they were dealing with, and they allowed me to have some of the most unique subject matters. You guys look over the volume of work, and you will see, oh man, we've talked about everything. I'm talking about how uh, the scriptures relate politically to end-time conversations, to the roles of man and woman in the church, everything that you could imagine we have talked about on this platform. And never, ever have I been challenged to change something or edit something or been put in time out because I was a bad boy. I promised them that I would do everything with integrity. And they promised me that they would allow for the Holy Spirit to lead me. And it has been, as I've stated already, a wonderful, enriching experience that I never, ever thought would come to all of that back in 2016 when I was getting started. So as I'm bringing this all to a close, my beloveds at Adoration, you might be asking, so what's going to happen in the future for me? And so I want to let you know that God has already been preparing that future. Um, it goes all the way back to 2020. And I can tell you, my wife and I had just come back from the Democratic Republic of Congo. We had been on the mission field for close to a month. And we started to hear the rumblings of what eventually would be COVID. And it was incredible what COVID did to us because we literally thought that we were going to be traveling a few months later after returning to the U.S. But because of COVID, we were stuck in the United States for 10 months. Now, over that 10-month period, my wife and I noticed that many of the churches got pressured into closing down. And they did it because human governments told them to do so. But we always believe that, you know, God is the author and finisher of our faith. If we are strong enough to deal with pestilences and by way of the Holy Spirit can even overcome and overpower any type of force that is set against us, we felt like there needed to be a replacement while many of the church doors were closed. And so I was already, of course, operating with adoration, and that is, of course, purely audio. But I started to explore going into visual 
communications visual programs. And we started, my wife and I, we started to just go out initially on Facebook Live. And we just started to share, you know. And sometimes, guys, I look at some of those early moments. I had no idea how to stream stuff. I had no idea how to do any lighting. Uh, Many would argue I still don't know how to do these things. But let me tell you, in 2020, I really didn't know how to do those things. And sometimes I look back over some of those older programs and I just cringe. Okay, how they sounded. They didn't sound great. They didn't look great. But God took that visual medium and he did the same thing that he did with the audio medium. I just began to grow into it, learning how to do things behind the scenes, understanding the softwares in order to do what I'm doing, like I'm doing even now, and how to edit, how to enhance, and all these incredible things, and working with visual animations, and, you know, coming up with, you know, background music, you know, that uh, we do when we're praying and all these kind of things. And um, that just morphed into not only Facebook Live, but eventually getting out there and doing things on YouTube as well. And so what we started to look at is, wow, people are starting to really really listen to our content and look at our content and it just got to a point as we began to do this and and I would sometimes do special programs I would also do what I called a chat and chew which would be more of an intimate uh, conversation and interview I did so many things I, I think that even Right now, I think there are like 323 videos on my YouTube channel. All of this going back to like 2020. So we've been working extremely hard. Now, on the other side of that, ministry for me has also expanded. Many of you all are aware that I am the executive director for Thirst No More Corporation, which is a nonprofit that has been in existence since 2009. And we minister the gospel. We go into certain parts of the world, and we address not only spiritual needs, but also basic needs for underprivileged village and also very poor and neglected uh, communities worldwide. I'll tell you right now, my plate is really full because I currently have different activities going on in Guatemala, in Kenya, in Rwanda, in Nepal, and still have an outreach 
that takes place in Baltimore, Maryland. And so all of these things, along with this video and visual medium that really um, has shown signs that it's going to really start growing and I've been growing with it and my wife has been along with me for a lot of that journey and it just got to the point that it's like oh my gosh I can't do all of this and that's one of the reasons why I had to go to that same source and resource, Pat Randall and Ray Rose, and let them know that I had to let something go because things were getting overwhelming. And, and honestly, guys, especially on the ministry side, I see a lot of travel in my future. I have some really big projects in Rwanda and Kenya that are going to require more of my time and I'm going to have to let those uh, I'm going to have to excuse me spend more time with those and I had to let something off of my plate and this was the one thing that I felt like I could release because I've been doing it for seven years and it also timed out where the other program that I mentioned earlier, um, Spiritual Nuggets of Truth, also is ending at the end of this year. And that would also release me from the production side of that ministry. And I said, this would be a good time to just, you know, kind of close up this chapter. And I'm so thankful that both Ray and Pat understood, and they have done nothing but to um, support this transition into something new, but still giving me the access to come back because they still consider me to be a family member. Now, I tell you guys, there's no greater honor than knowing that you can basically leave your parents' house but still be welcome to come back every once in a while to visit. So I promise you this. I know that I'm going to need the When Christian Speak Talk radio platform, and I am going to do everything possible if there's a time available to me to periodically still come out and do some special things with you guys. I hope that we can make that happen. But nevertheless, this has been the experience of my life. And I am so, so thankful for you all because you have all gone on this journey with me. We have been broadcast over so many different platforms to so many different parts of the world. And it's amazing how because of adoration and when Christians speak talk radio and almighty God, I have been able to make new relationships 
in areas of the world that I would have never touched before 2016. I'm so thankful. I tell you guys, if I were maybe less strong, I might start even crying right now. I'm not going to do that on air. But I will tell you of the gratitude that I have. And so, as just a final thought, as we get ready to wrap this all up, I was given a gift by my daughter Amy that just touched my heart. And I want to share with you what the gift was and the scripture that was referenced on the gift. So I hadn't seen Amy for a minute because I hadn't been in Guatemala for a while. And, and Amy is my daughter. Look, I, I don't even like to use adoptive daughter because in my heart, she's just as much mine as my natural children. But God has blessed me with this beautiful woman who has given me three grandsons. And recently, she gave me a mug. Now, on the mug, in Spanish, is part of Psalm 121. And on the other side of that mug were pictures that she was able to pull off Facebook of me with my mother and a few with just my mom. And that was special already because many of you all are aware my mom went on to glory in 2022. And so there's still an empty place where she occupied on this earth. And you know how that is, guys. You never really get over it, even though it gets better. But Amy included my favorite picture of my mom when she was 16 years old. It's a black and white picture. Uh, Y'all don't know my mom, but my mom, as she became an adult, would shave off her eyebrows and then pencil them in. I don't know why she did it, but she did it. But this picture that Amy put on my mug was a picture of her with her natural eyebrows, and she just looks so beautiful. And I have been in love with that picture as long as I can remember. And it's on my mug. I told Amy, I said, I can't use this mug. I will not even unwrap it. She had it uh, gifted to me in a manner in which I can clearly see it, but it still has a bow on it. And it's just going to be in my office in Guatemala. And I will look at that. I will be blessed every time I see it. And I will also remember the unique kindness that my beautiful Amy showed me. So my final thought is this. 
going back to the scriptures, because how can we have adoration and not have scripture? So indulge me, beloveds, one more time. I want to read Psalm 121 in its entirety. It says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper, the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. And I wanted to share that as kind of my closing scripture because A, Amy didn't realize that, but it's also one of my favorite passages. And it speaks so much to the provision of the Lord. Now, just historically, you know, it speaks of someone who is traveling. And you have to understand, because Psalm 121 was written during the Old Testament, Old Covenant, well, this is directed towards Israel in its content. And what would happen is that there would be many instances where people would be traveling and there would be legitimate concerns for one's safety while out there, especially at night. Okay? And what the passage is doing in Psalm 121 is so interesting because it gives you, first of all, in verses 1 and 2, it gives you really the, the completeness of the passage because the person who is writing this has already make, made a declaration that he's going to lift up his eyes unto the hills from which cometh his help. So that's not just looking up to make sure that there are no bandits that are on the prowl. That's knowing that if you look further up, that you are literally looking into the heavens where God dwells. He literally recognizes that his help comes from the Lord. And then he puts the stamp that it is the true and living God because he references that this is the one who created heaven and earth. But after verse 2, it gets interesting because there's a shift 
And it then seems that other people are encouraging this person, the writer of verses 1 and 2, because it then goes into kind of a third party for the rest of the chapter. It talks about, He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. It's like someone else is having a conversation with the person in verses 1 and 2 and saying, you got that right. He never slumbers. He never sleeps. He's going to keep Israel. And I want to put that into focus because while, again, this is referencing provision for Israel, we today can look at this as that same God that watches over Israel, protects Israel. He's the same God who protects us, and he gives us Jesus Christ as the one who would lead the way. And so now we have a more full picture that is this God that never slumbers or sleeps. It wasn't just for Israel, but it's for all nations. And the sun won't smite you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord is going to preserve you from evil. He's going to preserve your soul. He is going to give you the blessed assurance that from this time and forevermore, you are safe and sound in his care. And just as when Christian Speak Talk Radio has been like a preservation and a restoration for me personally. I pray that adoration for many of you has also been like that. I want you to know that this program adoration ending tonight officially doesn't mean that anything changes within the Win Christian Speak Talk radio family already. They have, uh, I know, at least one new personality that is launched, and they will continue on. They're going to be all right. You all are going to be all right with whomever you listen to. God will continue to be faithful for all of us. God will continue to be the one that we can look to for our help. All of our help coming from the Lord. I want you guys to know as I wrap this thing up tonight that I am blessed and highly favored in Christ. And I am so excited for what the future holds for me and what the future holds for you. And we are all going to do incredible things as long as we stay focused on him who created heaven and earth. I just felt like I needed to leave you with that little snippet from Psalm 121. Because in Psalm 21, God is telling us 
that he's the one that will provide for us, preserve us, protect us, always. And so, be encouraged, beloveds, as I sign off. Yes, I titled this, Time to Say Goodbye. But hey, know this, that no matter what happens going forward, we are all going to be all right. May God bless and keep you in his perfect peace with our minds stayed on Jesus. God bless you all and good night.
Somebody just worship him. Somebody just declare how much is. Somebody just declare tonight.